Tov. We are studying Sefer Shemuel Bet, and we are in Chapter Bet. We are in Pasuk 18. Last uh, we saw, Avner goes to the Brecha in Givon, which is in territory of Binyamin, which is home home turf for Avner. And guess who decides to show up? Yoav, the general of David. Again, that could have been seen as a provocation. They go and they're standing each one on the side of the pool looking upon each other uh, in, a, in kind of like a, you know, the, the stare of, of the, the pre-dual stare, the pre-dual, pre-dual stare down. By the way, we saw pretty much the exact same words in Shemuel Aleph with the fight between uh, Am Israel and Goliath. It says, it said, uh, and they were standing on one side and Goliath was standing on the other side. Here it says, and they were standing on one side of the pool, and Binyamin was standing on the other side of the pool. So we see that, that's like a, a motif in Tanakh of the, the, the pre-dual stare down. So Abner then says, let, you know what, if you want to see who's going to have this pool today, let us have a wrestling match between our Ne'arim. And let them play with one another. And he uses the word play. The Chachamim, you know, they, they, uh, they do criticize him for that. What? What the, like, uh, the, the, here. I'll read it for you. Let them fight with their swords as a matter of like a duel. Who's better at dueling? The rabbis in the, in the Yerushalmi. They said, Why did Abner get punished and he, he got killed? He will get killed later on. Why did Abner get killed? Because he made like a light of the blood of youngsters. And he, he called it, let them play. When it seems like according to this interpretation, he knew it would end in blood shell. So because he made light of it, that was his, he ended up having his downfall. So... And the duel ends up deteriorating and uh, progressing until they're each grabbing one another's head and they're stabbing each other with the sword that they had to the point that all 24 people die. You know, there's kind of like an ironic end here that the people all played and they all uh, stabbed each other at the same time and they all died. Okay? And it turned into a war and became a difficult war on that day. And Avner and the people of Israel were defeated by the people of David. Now, we're going to go into the specifics of the war. But we know that in general, David wins this, this little civil dispute. I wouldn't call it a war because it's not such a large-scale thing. But it's, it's, it's a big enough battle that it's, it's devastating from Israel that there is a civil war happening or a civil battle happening. And we know that the end of the war, David... Wins, however, or David's side wins. Actually, David's not really happy about this at all because he's not here. But um, now we're going to go into specific episodes from that battle. So, again, what the Tanakh is doing in Pasuk 17 is giving you a high level overview of what happened in the battle. Starting from Pasuk 18, we're going to see uh, the details of one, one very important incident that uh, pretty much ended the battle. Pasuk Yudchet. And there were three sons. Of Siruya. Siruya was the sister of? Father. Huh? Sister or father? No, father Siruya. Of Yoav, the three sons of Zeruah. Yeah, by Yusham, Shlosha, Yoav, Avishai, and Asael. Right, there's Yoav, Avishai we saw before. Avishai was David's general when he went and he oversaw Shaul standing there with his, uh, 
and he, and he went and he got the pitcher of water from him and the spear. We saw that already. We have not seen Asael. And we know Yoav as a general of David's army. Now, Tziruya was David's sister, from what we, from what we know. Okay, oh. so these are his nephews. Okay. Uh, now, Asael, Asael kalber aglav asher basadeh. Now, Asael, this nephew of David, was light on his feet like one of the, what is it, the, the deers of the I field? Deer. The deers of the field. Meaning he was a very, very fast runner, which was a, a big advantage in war. Pasuk Yutet. So Asael ran after Abner Because if you could defeat the general, you win And he refused to stop chasing Abner By going either right or left Okay So Abner turns behind him And he says And he says, are you Asael? And he says, yes because he, he, Abner is also a fast runner So he know, he sees somebody's catching up to him And he knows, oh, it must be this fast runner Asael, so are you Asael? And he says, yeah, and this, all this communication is happening While they're running he's, he's turning around and he's being chased And he's asking him, are you Asael? And he says, yes Now why would Avner know who Asael is? I don't know the answer and why, why does he He seems to have some familiarity with them Was there any relationship between... It would be interesting to explore the relationship between Abner and the family of Tziruya, if there's any relationship there. I mean, they're both... Look, what you could say is that they're both generals in Israel. They're both famous generals in Am Israel. So they, they, they know each paths, other. They cross paths. Yeah, yeah you, know, you know who's in the same business. Right. Okay. Pasuk Kaf Aleph. Ayomer lo Abner. So Abner said to him, uh, turn on your right or on your left and go grab one of the other youngsters. Meaning go, you're not going to beat me. Okay? So your opportunity, I don't want to kill you. Your opportunity is to go and Attack somebody else Attack another youngster And then take his clothing uh, And Asael did not want to turn from him Now, whenever you read this initially What's Avner's proposition to Asael? It seems like he's trying to manipulate him to No, I think, I think Not go after him But then it kind of turns into I'm going to strike you down You should So, so Abner So what I What's for sure Here What's going on here Is that Abner Is the better Is the better fighter Asael we've, The first time we've seen him We know Yoav and Avishai Were like generals The fact that we haven't seen Asael yet Means he's probably Let's say of a A tier B fighter And Abner Being the general Of all of Am Israel He's definitely a tier A fighter So Abner knows He's going to win But I'm saying What is Abner asking him to do He's asking him to to turn right or left and go get another youngster and take his clothing and then go back. Here it's translated to weapon. Oh, okay. Here, I know that Mefarshim here say, This is how you say, this is how you call clothing. Okay. Let me see if there's somebody else who says that. So, so at first when I read it, I thought he was saying, Go attack somebody else You will win And then when you go back to your brothers You won't have to go in shame 
but I looked more into the Mefarshim and none of them say that. They actually say he's saying, go, go act like you killed another youngster and go just take his weapons so you can claim that you defeated him so you won't have to go and shame. Meaning, Abner is not telling him to go and kill someone else on my side. Abner is telling him, go and act like you killed somebody else on my side and then just take the weapon. Now, why am I so hung up on this? Because... Abner has already spoken light of the bloodshed of young people and he already called them Na'arim. So I wasn't surprised to see him encouraging Asael to go kill another Na'ar from, from his side to, to save face. But it seems like all of the Mepharshim are of one mind that he's not actually telling him to kill another Na'ar. He's just saying, go attack one, don't kill him, and grab his clothing and go back and go grab his weapons and then go back and claim that you had success, okay? But does Asael listen? He says, No, I'm going to catch Abner, so he continues. He's stubborn. He continues to tell him, Get away from me. Why should I strike you down? How will I be able to get forgiveness from Yoav, your brother? They definitely knew each other. There's definitely like a close knit community of generals. How can I get forgiveness from Yoav, your brother? He refused to turn away. So Avner struck him with the back of his spear. He was running, so all, all he has to do is stop and then put his spear back. Elachomesh into the fifth uh, rib or the, the part of the, like, like a direct shot to where he has to hit. The spear came out the back of Asael. He fell there and he died right there on his spot. Now all the army who was also in chase, when they got to the place where they saw Asael dead on the floor, they stopped because that's like, you know, that's your top general right there. They're in shock. So they're in shock. This is that, that our top general is dead. So they would all stop on his place and they waited. So Yoav and Avishai then take up the chase. And they chased Abner. And the sun was coming down. And they get to a place called Giv'at Amma. Now why do we have to know the sun was coming down? It's getting dark. It's getting dark, meaning they've been fighting for a long time. Fighting for a long time. It's difficult to battle. Right. No, they're not, no way they're going to battle in the dark, especially in those days. But it's also, it's getting dark. It means they've been fighting for a while. So the people of Binyamin, once he gets, once Avner gets to this mountain, to this uh, hill of Amma, Givat Amma, they gather the people of Binyamin behind Avner, and they become like a, like a team, like a brigade. And they stood on, on top of one hill. Okay, so, so Avner gets away from Avishai and Yoav, and he has his, he regroups with his brigade. Standing on top of this hill, he calls out to Yoav and he says, Will the sword consume forever? Don't you know that this is going to end bitterly? How long are we not going to tell our people to stop killing their brothers? So very impressive change on Abner's part. Yeah, but you'll see, it's a change of tone, but you'll also see First of all, Avner, they never expected it to get this far. Meaning, initially, their idea was to have a duel, not to have a bloodshed. And it turned into bloodshed, and it turned into a battle, and it turned into war. But you'll also see later that Avner was losing this battle. Meaning, it's in his interest to call for a ceasefire. You know, kind of like the Palestinians. 
always calling for a ceasefire. Oh, uh, they, they destroyed all of our tunnels and they destroyed everything. Okay, now we're ready for a ceasefire. Okay? So there's an element of that going on also. Le Habzil bin, you know, the Palestinians to Abner. There's no comparison. On the life of God, he says, uh, on the name, by the name of God, if you have not spoken, it would have been in the morning that the people would have stopped fighting, meaning we would have been fighting through the night. So you saved a lot of blood, you saved a lot of unnecessary bloodshed. Thank you, Abner, for, for speaking up. So blows the shofar. They all stopped. And they no longer chased after Israel, their brothers. And they did not continue to do battle. Abner and his people then traveled through the wilderness all of that night. They crossed over back to the Yarden. I don't know what Bitron is. I, uh, maybe a city or something. And they go back to Machanaim. Remember, Machanaim is when is where Abner initially uh, got began his uh, process of uh, of establishing the kingship of Ishboshet, right? So they go back to Machanaim where they came from. Pasuk Lamed, and Yoav stopped fighting Abner. He gathered the people. How many people died from David's side? 19 men and Asael. However, Pasuk Lamed Aleph, Avdeh David Hikum Binyamin. But how many people did they kill from Binyamin? Uvanche Avner, Shilosh Meot Veshishim Ishmetu. 360 people died. So now we see a little bit maybe why Avner was calling for a ceasefire. So they, uh, they took Asael and they buried him in the, in the uh, grave of his father, Asher Betlachem. That was in Betlachem. That's also proof, by the way, that they're related to David, because David is from Bethlehem, right? And it's, it's a city in, city in Yehuda, right? And it's a proof that they're related, that they live in the same city. They went all night back home, uh, Yoav and his people, and, the, and it turned to today when they got to Hebron. So that's the mini civil war that happens between the people of David and the people of Binyamin. This is definitely not what David wants. We see David is absent from this whole scene the whole time and took no part in it. Uh, he definitely would not want any part of it. David, we're going to see, is going to make intense efforts to unify Am Israel. And what's going to be the theme is that the hot-headedness of his generals consistently gets in the way of his, uh, of his unifying Am Israel. So, and we're going to, that, you know, this was the first example. Baruch Adonai Amen, amen.